You're listening to Great Mother Speaks. Great Mother Speaks. I am Great Mother, Holy Spirit, Yin, Divine Mother, Cosmic Moon, Deep Space, the Moon, Dark Matter, the Void, the Black. Oh, hello, hello. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good high noon. And good night. Wherever you are in the world, this is Tammy Taylor. Hi, thanks for pulling in to say hey to your girl who specializes in mama drama trauma, divinity defiled. This morning, we're going to be talking about the difference between a discussion and a debate. Those of us who have mama drama trauma, condition in which the mother projects unhealed aspects of herself onto her child, causing emotional and or physical trauma in cases where she's not available, ready, or willing to heal her own MDT because it is a cycle. MDT is no one's fault. It is a way of parenting that has come about in our transition from a tribal society to one that is still going to be tribal, but we're just going to take the best of that with us and leave the rest behind. We're in that transition. And we still ain't left behind some stuff that we used to have to have to survive. Like shame, blame, and guilt, and condemnation, and judgment, and fear of a child, and fire and brimstone, and all that stuff. We had to have that. Now we had to have that to keep people in the tribe in order, you know. Otherwise, we'd all be fighting and everything. We had to survive, okay? Now we've done that. That has got us up a tree, ain't it? All this shame, blame, and guilt. It's a mess, child. It's a mess. It's a mess. It's a mess. So that's what I do. And I just got a minute with y'all because I do have an academy and I do do coaching and everything. And so I'm trying to work this in my schedule. I'm writing a book and everything like that. So I know I got to talk to my people. Got to talk to my peoples on Wisdom app. Don't you love it? I am loving this. That's why I wanted to talk about the difference between a discussion and a debate. We know about that. We tend to have combative relationships, not the ordinary, normal combative relationships that are part of a normal mother-child relationship. Okay. That's a normal part of relationship, right? Because we all are here to sharpen each other's blade. That's what a soulmate does. Soulmate either breaks us down, brings us up, or does both. But it's nothing in the middle. It's nothing in the middle with a soulmate. That's how we can tell. And our mothers are our primary soulmate this lifetime. Our fathers are too, in a different way, that has to do with the yin and the yang. But that's another conversation. This is the kind of debate that's very toxic and it's so toxic it takes you into a place of that being normalized as a way of exchange with people and so that's why we know mama drama trauma is a planetary disorder because everybody doing that now that's normal right it used to be when you would be triggered and act the fool in a store and do some stuff everybody whispering they knew well you know her mama left her when she was 12, you know, you know, he was adopted, you know, you know, it used, it used to be, you could tell when people had mama drama trauma, but now it's so normal. And why is it normal? Because the mother is the earth, 
earth mother. So you may grow up in a perfectly healthy, happy whole environment, but a hurricane come through there. And mother earth shake your whole sense of security up, okay? It could be your motherland going through all this trauma stuff that I don't need to elaborate on here because we want to know, especially on the wisdom app where we have top mentors and people who are really here to share their gifts, talents, and abilities. We're here to have discussions and I have loved my discussions. I um, distinguish that as a debate being a conflict of words and it is a angry heated discussion okay where a point needs to be made in order for one side to dominate the other it's not quite you know a war because a war is not fought with words but it's a verbal battle that's a debate okay now we talked about the discomfort and the disease of even speaking that into the airwaves is very um, unsettling. That's why mama drama trauma is a taboo topic. Okay? It's a taboo topic. Makes people uncomfortable. But the healing is in the discomfort. And that's what we hear over and over again here on Wisdom, don't we? In a multiplicity of ways. The healing is in that very discomfort and the healing here on wisdom that I love so much and wanted to take a moment out of my walk. I know you hear me breathing, but hey, I got to get that in too and get this in and get that in and do it in a healthy, happy, and whole way through loving self-parenting. Loving self-parenting. Okay, yes, I'm responsible. I have commitments. And the first one is to myself to be healthy happy and whole. How can we work this technology to do this? That's why I'm so grateful to this platform and to you because these discussions, which is a productive exchange of ideas, you know, it's productive. We come here and we share ideas and concerns and questions, you know, a very high, high conversation. High exchange is up ideas. You know, Eleanor Roosevelt said that the ordinary person speaks of events. And we have a lot of that going on. And all that's fine and good. And she said the uh uh let me see. She said the ordinary person speaks of ideas, the crass person speaks about people. And the moral person speaks about ideas, you know, and we talk about, you know, morality here. We discuss it, you know, because they're different ideas. And whatever the discussion is between the host and who comes up to share. And I got a minute before I make my curve to the parking lot. Somebody wanted to share their uh, experience with discussion. The exchange of ideas that is productive, that is being listened to, that's being taken into consideration for our greater understanding, that higher mind, that more moralistic mind. And morality is just good and bad. And so everybody has their own assessment of that, right? So we have these discussions that we walk away with something. It's productive 
after having heard the exchange. So that is my intention here, is to have productive discussions, healthy, happy, and whole around survival skills to be able to transform the shame, blame, and guilt of Mama Drama Trauma into our divinity identity, which is all about living our birthright to be happy, healthy, and whole as divine children. Dearly loved divine children, we're never just condemned or left alone. And we have Yvonne, good morning. Good morning, good morning. How are you, Tammy? I'm good, is it Yane? Yane, yes, yes Hi. it is. Hi, how are you? I'm doing great, I'm doing great. It's a great morning for me. Um, you know, much like you, I prioritize myself first, so. I've done that. I've already done the grocery shopping and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm on my way. So I'm doing good. Awesome. Awesome. So what is your take on wisdom so far and the healthy exchanges we've had? Yeah. You know, I love this topic because I actually came up uh, for many years loving debates, love debates, you know, and <laughs> And I would always say, oh, it's a healthy debate. You know, we're not arguing. It's just a debate. You know, I even had a podcast years ago called Barbershop Debates. You know, if anybody knows it, especially in the black barbershop, oh, you're going to get a debate, you know, and it's going to get heated. <laughs> um, and so I loved it. Um, but, you know, as I evolved, um, I really understood that there is a difference between um, a discussion and, de and a debate. I think that there's room for debate in a healthy way. I, uh, I think when we when we start to want to make the other person see it our way, and and we show up to conversations or even in relationships, you know, if I show up to a conflict with you where my ego is showing up because I want you to see it my way, I'm trying to prove to you something. This is where I believe we start to, it, the debate starts to become more toxic. Um, and I think there's sometimes there is room for a debate. Sometimes that, you know, we could always grow from opposing views and maybe having a little bit of, of a back and forth about, you know, uh, sharing whether it's uh, uh, stats or things to su support our opinion or our position. I think there's healthy ways to do that. Um, but overall, you know, I think the main focus is to understand that I'm not trying to show up here with my ego and make this other person see it my way. I'm really just showing up in my authentic, in my authenticity to share my view. And I so want to hear the person's view. Mm -hmm. uh, hold that thought. I want to hear yeah, yeah. that thought. But yeah. before you go on to it, I mm -hmm. want to ask you because it's, it sounds to me from listening to you from yeah. the radio show that you had before your podcast that you mm -hmm. have come under a tremendous transformation in that in that understanding to where you are now where you actually stop yourself so that you're in a whole different space when you yeah. have your exchanges with people. Can you kind of share with us what that process has been for you? like in terms of now how does that show up for you as a practice yeah so as a practice now um it really came down to me 
understanding the difference between being hard and being gentle, you know? Um, and, and I really, when I understood what it means to be gentle with myself, being patient with myself and giving myself grace, it just, I showed up in the world different. And even in discussions, you know, I showed up understanding that other people have their human experience and where they are is where they are, what they feel and what they see and how they see it is how they feel and see it. And I don't need to try to change that. And I don't need to try to make them see it my way that, that, and I felt like there, so I think it was just really through that understanding that I ended up, um, seeing the difference between a discussion and a debate and how much more fruitful it is to have a just a good discussion of different ideas now you know i coach in mama drama trauma right Mm, yes i i I, yep i heard that so i gotta ask you the shadow part yane is that okay with you is that okay absolutely yes yes love the shadow Oh my gosh, it is so healing, isn't it? Yes, it is. To yes, go into the big black arms of the cosmic mama and just be. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's the womb right there. Hey, loved inside out. Love inside oh, out. Oh, talking my language right there. Okay, just love inside <laughs> and out. And so oh. I want to ask you on that inside part when mm. you get triggered. You know, it's all fine and good. We doing our practice. We like, hey, I'm in the morning. I'm doing my podcast. I'm talking to Yande. I'm in divine, mm-hmm. divine alignment. And then I get over in the parking lot and somebody talking crazy. Mm-hmm. It, it triggers. <laughs> it triggers something. Tell us about that part. I mean, I mean, if you if you if you feel free enough, yeah. to give us an example of specifically what that would be for you and how you handle it with self love. Yeah. So, so you mean like how I handle my triggers? Yeah, with self love. Um. So I, I think uh, with with self love, man. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of practices that I I do outside of myself. You know, whether that's breathing, um, whether that's even you know some type of meditation, uh, moving my body. You know, we always hold trauma in our in our body, so releasing that in my body is very important. So all of those are are great. I do a lot of those different methods, but I think ultimately. What helps me really dive into the trigger is to not try to do, not try to get rid of it, but to try to sit in it, speak on obser- it, observe it, and and really be honest with myself about what is coming up, why is it coming up, um, and and with the breathing in that moment, that really helps me take a moment to detach from what's happening right now because this person pissed me off or this mm-hmm. or 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 I'm feeling hurt or I'm feeling something detach from that for a moment you know it just it gives me an opportunity to just observe it and um and I feel more power that way I feel I feel much more powerful in understanding that it's like my higher self is talking to me saying listen hold up hold up mm-hmm. you know you've been triggered right now you know mm-hmm. it's like and you know what's coming up. You know you're hurt right now. Why are you hurt? What's going on? It's it's my big me talking to the little me. You know? I like that. Yeah, like so that, that really helps. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's ego-soul alignment. That's yes. ego-soul alignment. That's that soul that incarnated as Yane saying, yeah. Oh, man, yeah. come on. Come on. Yeah. Tammy, you, you, you are... <laughs> 
you're speaking my language. This, this is all. This is why I know you. You are uh, soul family, soul tribe, because you're you're speaking exactly how I talk, and, and I love that. It's so confirming. Isn't this an amazing thing that Dio has created for us? Yes, absolutely, absolutely. You know, and we could do this one on one sometime, and and it could be an exchange, not just. You know, uh, a big monologue and, and uh, well, you know, that's what we're talking about. That's what we're talking about, folks. We're talking about the difference between a discussion and a debate. Thank you yeah. so much, Yanni. We're gonna have to. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna have to check out what your coaching is. What do you do? So I'm I'm all about mindset strategies, mindset shifting. But more importantly, I love to help people cultivate their imagination for them to understand and, and and really build their intentions on their higher self. You know, um, I think when we when we talk about imagination, it's such an important tool. And we often, I work with a lot of young people, young students, college students, and I see how many times adults project their fears from their past experiences onto our children and limit their imagination to see themselves higher than where they currently are. And as I started to work with adults, I saw adults had the hardest issue being able to imagine something. Everything looked kind of impossible. Everything was like, eh, it's not really practical. And uh, so, so I work with people to uh, develop their, their higher self and then find the ways and strategies to make that higher self present in the, in the present, you know, something that's in the future in the present, you know, and so we work on that. Well, there's no time like the present. And I would like exactly. to talk to you about that now, how uh, your work cross-pollinates with my work in that I don't know when you got on to the call. Did you get in at the beginning or right before you got on? Uh, no, I, I believe I got there was probably about like two people on when I first came on. So I, I believe it was more in the beginning. Hey, that's a, uh, that's my right. But you know what? I'm a... Um, I'm a, um, oh gosh, I wanna, can I meet you over where I said I was gonna meet you? Thank you. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, it's just love, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's just, all love. It's just love waiting on me. Okay, but this love here that I'm really like, this cross-pollination with, I was saying in the beginning that the transition that we're making that's so difficult and why mama drama trauma is emerging so tough is because we've been conditioned and hardwired for tribal survival. And it's understandable that we still have, like you were saying with the older generation, this hardwiring of shame, blame, and guilt and condemnation in the way we raise our children because we had to have these very stern, laws in place to keep the tribe together, to keep the survival of the tribe. And although there are many good things with that, we have to grieve and let go of the things that are keeping us from this place of imagination that you work with young people on. And so I'm going to ask you in your work, which sounds very similar to mine, you're in the middle. How do you negotiate that between the young people you work with and their parents, that transition, that transformation from that very kind of hardwiring that I'm not a good parent unless I instill survival at any means, by any means necessary, including the loss of my child's sense of divinity, including the loss of my child's sense of individuality, because that is what I have had to sacrifice to be here for them to be alive. 
And so I don't know any other way. But I do know that I see a spark in my child and it's killing me that I know I'm sacrificing it because that's the only love that I know. Can you tell me before I have to go in about five, ten minutes, Yane, just how you negotiate that space in your work? Yane has been disconnected, but Mercury has just gone direct this week. And so we still are having kind of fits and starts, but it looks like we're starting again. Yane, did you hear my question? I did, I did. So, and just so I understand it correctly, uh, it's basically um, how do we now, how do I now within my work um, help adults tap into that inner child and really play with their imagination. Come on now. Yeah. And so with that, um, you know, the, the there's a formula that I kind of uh, walk people through and that's self-engineering, reprogramming, higher self-imagineering and ascension. And with the self-engineering, it involves much of what they do in their daily life. That's all about their daily habits, their regimen, how do they treat their body, how do they talk to themselves through their movement, through their food, through their intake, um, the repro- What is actually around them um, that is feeding them? How do we reprogram through the things they're listening to, things that they're writing, Come things on, that man. they're watching? Um, and the higher self-imagineering, that's the fun part. That's the part where you get to be a kid. That's the part where you get to now go in what I call the portal journal, where you could just, you're not writing your negative thoughts, you're not writing your past, you could have a journal for that, but this is for just imagination. This is just for what do you see yourself doing? How do you see your higher self show up to your relationship? How do you see your higher self show up for your body, for your spirit, for your job, for your friends? What does that look like? And ha- and feel it and write it down, write a script about it, do a video about it, but just have fun with that. And as you kind of bring these together, it starts to be, it starts to really completely change how the, per- and really evolve the person, not even change the person, but evolve the person to a certain way where they start to ascend. They ascend from yeah. this 3D reality and they start to understand the 5D consciousness and they start to now, uh, things start to, they start to attract things. Even if you're not believing in the law of attraction, it's always at work. You're not going to be able to avoid it. So it's always going to be happening. Um, and so for me, this is the fun part for adults. This is where when we first begin, they're kind of weird about it. Um, cause they don't really understand. They haven't done it for so long, but once we get going, uh, it's amazing to see how much their inner child starts to come out, you know, and with your work, with the, the trauma work, uh, I work with a lot of therapists, a lot of people who do uh, trauma work. And it's so important because as you heal your trauma from your past into the present, now we can also collectively make a future for your present as well. So they come together so beautifully and in such a way that supports uh, whoever I'm working with. It's like a wraparound service for their divinity, you know? So that's, I think that answered your question. 
Yes, it does. Yes, it does. And that completely answers the yin and yang of the shadow work and then the divine work that is revealed in the shadow, yes. walking, that, walking that out with you. Yes, yes, yeah. Jamie, absolutely. Oh, man, I love your energy. I love your spirit. I love, you know, this this conversation you're having right now. It's so important. And um, yeah, thank you so much for just having me up here. Oh, well, thank you so much for sharing. I love you too, Yane. And you have a lovely, lovely day here. I'll be talking to you and seeing what you're doing over there with, what is it called? The imagination? Higher self imagineering. Higher self imagineering. Okay. Yes. 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 Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Wonderful discussion. Wonderful discussion. Exchange of productive ideas. So wanted to share that with you before um, we kind of go further into these discussions because we have the yin and the yang, you know, so we got a real good balance there with Mama Drama Trauma and Yane from Higher Self Engineering. But sometimes... You know, that's a new moon situation when the sun and the moon are together. But we've just come out of a full moon Wednesday when the sun is opposing the moon. And sometimes the energy's like that. You know, you have opposing energies. Our next full moon will be an opposing energy between um, what comes after in the Vedic. I'm Vedic astrology. So it'll be... In Libra, that'll be an Aries full moon. Yeah, we just came up with Aries full moon. But the next new moon is going to be Libra. It's going to be Libra for us. And um, that Libra is relationship. And so you can see how that was manifested just now. You know, that new moon, like I said. But then, in two weeks, it'll be yin and yang the other way, the opposing energies. And how do we handle those opposing energies with mama drama trauma? dealing with that shadow work and those triggers in self-loving ways during that phase of our mood, during that phase of the moon collectively on the planet. How do we do the imagineering and planning for that for us? One of the ways that I do it with people is we work with our moon signs. That is half the battle right there is because our moon sign is not only our moods and our emotions, but it is our mother. Our moon sign tells us the personality of our mother. You know, everybody knows their sun sign in the West, especially that because it is a solar astrology based on the four seasons of the sun. But in Vedic astrology, it's based on the moon, the mother, and to heal modern drama trauma, we go into the divinity that we need the mother of all mothers, because the sanctity of our maternal relationship has been defiled. It's been defiled. That connection with great mother has been broken in some way. Not in reality, capital R, it can never be broken, but in small R reality, in our experience in the body-mind. Our experience in the body-mind has a disconnect with great mother energy because of our maternal experience. And so when we engage with people in conversation, it's very useful 
for us to know what our moon sign is. So that, for example, for me, I'm Taurus. And so Taurus moon takes a while to kind of, you know, it's very loving, very, very caring, very nurturing. If, if you know somebody that's just naturally caring, loving and nurturing, they're either Cancer moon, Pisces moon, or Taurus moon, for sure. They could be Libra and they could be other. You know, Sagittarius too, Gemini too. They could be, but they need certain aspects of other planets to be that just natural where you immediately like, that's mama energy. That's Taurus or Cancer. And the deal is with us is that's all fine and good, but we still need to verify. You know, we still need, unless again, we have aspects that weaken the strength of that characteristic. Generally, that's what we need. And I used to always be kind of criticized for, um, you know, being like a, a laser beam into people, you know, and not, I was judgmental, you know, because that's how I was raised and everything. That's what you just judge people, you know, that this person, this, this person, that, you know, and survival, right? And, um, a lot of times I would end up being right, but that didn't make me feel better and it didn't make me have better relationships with people. You know, it didn't, it, just because, yeah, you were right about so-and-so, who cares, you know? That didn't help in that regard. So, what has helped is learning that that is a gift, you know, from my Taurus moon and from my mother having very caring energies I could learn from my moon sign that that was the way that she showed me care, you know, and it's a way to let go of some of those very hardwired pains and hurts around the mother is knowing that so that it informs my engagement with people. So as soon as I could accept that about myself, is that that's my nature. I'm a caring person. How am I going to use this in a productive way? How am I going to use this natural tendency in a way that helps me instead of hurts me? And when you get to that point, then you're ready to work with Yane. You're ready to work with Yane and go ahead and start your imaginary journey. So I hope this has been a great one for you. Oh, I have another guest. My goodness gracious. So I guess that'll do it for our discussion about the difference between a discussion and a debate. Thank you so much for listening, tuning in. But above all and most of all, remember, Great Mother loves you, and I do too.